This is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Hey everybody, it's Dale Jr. Welcome back to another episode of the Dale Jr. Download. Uh, with me as always, my co-host Mike Davis. Hey Mike. Hello Dale, how are you? Matthew Dillner's in the house. What's up? And we have no guest, but we don't need a guest. Don't we need got a, guest. a lot of things we don't need to talk about. Guest. Yeah. We got you. <laughs> Just came back from Las Vegas. We'll talk about it all on the show today. It's time to chill out. This is going to be good. Take a seat on the couch. It's time for the Dale Jr. Download. All right, Mike. Man, we, we had a, a wild weekend. First playoff race. Uh, Ross Chastain's upset. We went to a boxing match. We had a lot of you, things going on, man. Vegas go to, was good to me. You have not been to a boxing match in a long time. This yeah. is going back uh, probably nine or ten years, yeah. right? Yeah, big boxing fan. Uh, boxing's changed a bit, and uh, you know it's been a little frustrating. The big names come and go, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, kind of like some other sport. And with the UFC uh, gaining so much popularity, boxing's not really been at the at the forefront of the news and, and sports and so forth. Haven't had any Mike Tysons come into the into the boxing world in a long time, guys like that. But anyhow, uh, I've become a big fan of Triple G. He rem- he's, he's a pretty cool guy. Came over to Fontana a couple years ago to meet us, and, and he trains out there at Big Bear, and uh, he was having a fight with uh, Canelo Alvarez, and this is our second fight. The first fight was a draw. Everybody thinks that Triple G won that fight, so they were going to fight again. I didn't think they should. Uh, because of the the bad judging in the first fight, uh, they had a. I was there for this one. I got to see it. So, and I'll tell you this: seeing a fight in person versus seeing it on TV, you judge it differently. Not oh, that of course. I, How so? Uh, yeah. Well, you just you see the fight differently. You see the punches differently. You see the activity and the and who's 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 mark who's walking forward and who's always on on the offense. You just see it differently. I still feel that Triple G won the first fight. And, uh, well, we're sitting there watching this fight, and it was really good. They started really slow, and that's why I think Triple G lost the fight because he gave away, oppor- he gave away the opportunity to win the first six rounds you know, because he wasn't as active as he needed to be. Now, are you talking about this one or the first one? This, this one. This fight. One. This one. All right. This one. Yeah. He, he gave it away. All right. I think he gave it away in the early rounds. And, he, you know, he, he didn't, not, didn't, didn't get the knockout. So he left it on the, to the scorecards to the judges, which was dangerous because of the way the first fight was was you know scored and went against him, and uh, he lost by a point on two cards and uh, lost one of his belts, and that was frustrating. I hate going to a I hate going to Redskins games, or boxing matches, or any kind of sporting event, and your team loses, right? I go to a high school football game and your and your, and your high school loses. It's no fun, right? I guess I have you leave with your school, tail. You know what I'm saying. just saying when you go to a sporting event, you want, your guy loses. You want, is that, you is want, that enjoyable like for it, you, Mike? Georgia Southern you, never loses. You, you enjoy you want, that. You want your team to win. <laughs> I mean, gee, you probably do want your team to win. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, all right. I won't and, and, and Triple G was your your team. That's your guy. Made me mad. Where's Triple G's name? Gennady Golovkin. I don't wait. Know what? The, Where's the other G? He's from Kazakhstan. I think. Oh, okay. Somewhere like that. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. No, I was just curious. Yeah. Well, you can Google it okay. and, and, and quench your thirst for, for knowledge. For, for, for <laughs> Don't but, dare ask you, though. Hey, you, you're going to pull for a G. Yeah. All figure right. out so, what that so other G is for, Mike. Right. Tri- triple G. Let's figure out what that other G for D- double is G before we move on. For now. Before we move on. D- double G no, let's get, let's gave get it this, away. Let's get to the specifics here. The meaningless. I just snorted. The meaningless specifics. All right, so 
told, you know, I don't want to go to another fight for a while. That's why I probably haven't so been to a you? fight in 10 years. Because you just don't have anybody to latch on to. <sighs> well, that, yeah, that. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, yeah. I, Triple G's 37 years old. He's aging out. He had a great run. I think he's got a few more fights in him. I will watch. I will pull for him. But I'm done going to fights for a while. When the Redskins lose, doesn't make me want to go back next week. Really? Yeah, I get mad. I don't know what that is. What is that? See, me, I get that's over you. it by, like, Tuesday. That, that's you, yeah. Monday yeah. or Tuesday. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I know. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I know that's me. Yeah. That, but this has been, self-admittedly, this has been your problem for a long time. You have a hard time getting past things, and you've got to put it away. Uh, if, if Triple G fought again, you'd go. You'd want to go. Actually, here's the question. I don't know why HBO didn't give those seats to a real boxing fan. Oh, did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> you got called out by some fan. And I thought your response, not called out. You weren't called out. Your response was perfect. Yeah. Your response I was I teed perfect. him up with some information that was. Did you see this deal? By the no. Way? Okay. Right. So, Talk so, to me, Goose. So he was being, he was on Twitter talking about being at the fight. Yeah. He, he thanked HBO for the seats. Yeah. And then somebody called him out and says, I, I don't know why HBO doesn't give these tickets to a real boxing fan. And Dale Jr. Oh. Very, very casually just dropped a link in there from an old Sports Illustrated ar- article where Arturo Gotti was talking about his best friend, Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> and, uh, and, th- and, that, and that's completely legit. In fact, I have the only time I've ever been to a boxing match was with Dale Jr. at an Arturo Gotti fight. Yeah. We used to go. Dale Jr. used to walk him to the ring. I walked him to the ring. I, I did no, wait. Really? I ring walked. Yes. Arturo Gotti with Mickey Ward, another yeah, that's boxer. Pretty cool. You know, uh, Mickey had that movie made about him. Yeah. Um, I walked with Mickey. They, I, so I go to the fight and I'm sitting there and they're like, "Hey, man, do you want to come back and see Arturo before the fight? He's getting his hands wrapped and stuff." Yeah. So I'm like, "Wow, I, I, I kind of want to see what that's like." But also, I'm like, "I don't want to be in the way." Right. I go. I'm standing in there, and it's quiet. Everybody's looking at the floor. Arturo's sitting on the chair backwards like you see in all the movies. The boxers getting their hands taped. <laughs> yeah. Everybody taking their hands. You know, and everybody's just kind of standing there. Nobody's having any conversation. It's quiet. Game time. Yep. Not even any music playing. And I was like, all right, I've I seen it. I'm ready to get out of here. This is weird. You know, this is too intense. <laughs> and so I go back to my seat. I'm sitting down. And they're like, hey, he, he wants to know if you want to walk into the ring. I'm like, why not? Yeah, of course you do. Heck yeah. And so I go over there and uh, go back over there and toward his dressing room. And they give me, uh, they're like, hey, man, you and Arturo, are you and Mickey Ward? I'm like, Mickey Ward? Like him and Mickey had this trilogy that was ridiculous. And uh, fight of the year, Greatest round fights. of the year. Oh, all three of them. Crazy. Insane. And so they had the trilogy where they beat the hell out of each other and then they become friends. So me and Mickey walked him in the ring, man. I'm like, this is a great You're like part of this yes, it's a dream. badass dream entourage. Come true. <laughs> yeah. A dream come true for a boxing fan to have something like that happen to him. <laughs> and so this guy's like, I can't believe HBO gave these tickets to a guy who doesn't even care about boxing. I'm like, what the hell? Do you do? Oh, I was at oh. home going, ah! <laughs> and then, and then yeah. he comes right back at him. Yeah. yeah, comes right back at him. Yeah. But that was good. Here's a question I got about that whole experience. Because the one fight I went to, and you had told me this, uh, and that is the ring, the entertainment of the ring and the fight itself is one thing, but when you're at a boxing match, mm-hmm. everything, the surrounding is just as entertaining. Yeah. There are stuff going on, but th- there are fights in the stands. I mean, yeah. I remember fights being in the stands. So it's like a hockey game. It's, it's crazy. You got like <laughs> I've never celebrities been, everywhere because right. it's Vegas. It's Vegas, right? The, Was that the case this time? 
I I thought did we see Arturo in Vegas or Atlantic City? Atlantic City. So I think that's a bit of the difference oh, there. Oh, okay. Where I've seen two fights in Atlantic City, and in both of those there were fights in the crowd on on <laughs> several occasions each time. At Vegas, not so much. And Little we classier. went to see the UFC. More laid back. I went to the UFC fight a couple years ago in Vegas, and I thought the same thing. Like, if there's fights at the at the boxing matches, oh, I'm sure there's some real brawls going on right. in the UFC's crowd, right? And there wasn't. I think it's the Vegas is a the, the, the Vegas people mind their manners a little bit more. Atlantic right. City, Jersey crowd. Right, it's, dirty, <laughs> it's the dirty, dirty jerseys, man. man. You dirty in my jerseys. seat. They're knocking each other out. Man, out I know there. some of those old those uh, Jersey racers, man. Yeah. You don't want to mess with those. Those Jersey people. Same are, thing. So, <laughs> it, yeah. Well, Triple G has awesome punching power, much, much like Octo Rogati. Otherwise, I don't know that I compare them too much, but I like I like their styles, and I don't like a prodding sort of you know Mexican style, which is Canelo. He's yeah. he's just he's just he's just a worker, gonna work, 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 and uh, you know outpoint you, outbox you. Uh, Triple G's just about power. You know, and doesn't have quite the speed that Canelo has. It was a great fight, though. The second half of the fight was tremendous. The championship rounds, 9, 10, 11, even 12, the very final round, when you think one of those guys would assume that he's got this thing won, neither one of them ran. Neither one of them hid. Both of them just – and at one point, Triple G was tired or just kind of, oh, man, you know, we're beating hell each other. And Canelo's like, come on, you know. I, I I gained a lot of respect for Canelo. He's got busted. Uh, we're going in the weeds here, but he got busted for two drugs. Uh, he failed two drug tests uh, for right. steroids, and there's a bunch of you know controversy there. So this fight was delayed. It finally had the fight. Canelo's, uh, in my mind, I, I I lost respect for him. But watching him fight, watching him, what, he was emotional after the win. It was a big deal. Both those guys worked really hard to 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 get there. Triple G was mad. He left uh, before his interview. Mm. Left the ring, frustrated. Mm. Uh, but I think they'll fight again. It'll be a third fight. There's just too much money to be made. It's too good of a fight. If those guys can get in there and deliver that type of entertainment again, people are going to buy it. They're going to make the money. It'll be crazy not to not to try to capitalize financially on that opportunity. And so I'm excited about that. You want me to get Dylan huh. to roll his eyes real quick? Watch yeah, come on. Did you see who else said he was going to fight again this past week? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, uh Mayweather. Mayweather, and I don't think that I don't believe it. Mayweather so says gonna, Mayweather says he and Pacquiao are going to have a fight. What did Pacquiao say? Has he said anything? No, <laughs> no. He's on a mission trip. Yeah, pa- he hasn't texted me yet. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm just kidding. There. I I don't. Mayweather, I think you know it. It there's a big fight going on, right? These two guys, Triple G and Canelo, they're on the front of the the uh, casino. This is in Mayweather's hometown. Everything all weekend outside of uh, the racing is the fight. Everywhere you go, there's people betting on the fight. There's signs of fight, you know, the signage for the fight, promoting yeah. the fight, talking about the fight. Every casino hotel room has has looped uh, videos of the fight happening. Hey, we're you're in Vegas. You know, ha- you know, go to a Vegas hotel room and they play, you know, they turn on TV and it's the hotel's uh, right. TV channel or the what first the hell. Three, yeah, the first three channels are all yeah. promos for the hotel. About how to get a massage. Yeah. yeah, so everywhere he goes, fight, 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 fight. And this is a town that Mayweather lives in. All right, he can't, uh, he cannot stand oh. the. Uh, uh, he's not jealous of the attention, but he's like, I know how to drop a little, uh, you know, oh. bomb in this little mess. And there, you know, oh, that's that's. I'm gonna fight. I'm coming out of retirement, guys. Guess what? It's like, uh, oh, Pacquiao. Yeah. 
<laughs> all right. Well, it's, all right. I took hey, the bait then. Look, it may happen. The thing about that. Well, they're 100 years old now. Him saying, <laughs> him, him saying that, you know, I'm going to fight Manny Pacquiao. He'll beat Manny Pacquiao because they're both. They've already fought. Aged out, yeah. too. They yeah. both are aged out. But Mayweather is such a superior fighter, and he knows how to outpoint the guy. He'll, he'll, yeah. he'll not get hit. Right. He'll outpoint right. him. People will pay to buy. People will watch it. People will pay to buy oh, it. Yeah. They'll be disappointed. I don't care if they're throwing damn walkers at each other. Mayweather. Mayweather and Pacquiao. Now, Mayweather's fights in the last, I'm just going to say five years, probably longer than that, have been incredibly boring. Incredibly boring. The The McGregor was interesting because McGregor. Right. But the rest of his fights, very boring. He 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 does what he has to do to win the fight, and it's not flashy. It's not right. highlight. He's a stroker now. Not a highlight reel. If you watch his fights when he was younger, he went in there and destroyed people. Yeah. And it was, you know, it, it, he was a highlight reel. He's great. But he doesn't have to do that now. He gets in there, makes his $100 million to $200 million, and he goes home. Smart. Which is smart man, businessman. And that's what he's doing again. If they fight. Th- those are the losses is. that turn me away that I don't want to go I know. back. I'm those the are the way. ones. I yeah. won't buy. I'm not going to buy. I haven't bought a Mayweather fight right. in years. Right. I won't. I know what I'm going to get. Right. I know what I'm going to get. Triple G, if those guys fight again, I'd probably watch it. I wouldn't go to it. I'm that, I just don't see. I just don't see with Golden Boy and those guys promoting that fight and Canelo. When if you would have seen the, so we're sitting there in the theater, right? Or not the theater, but the, the, arena. the, the arena. In my mind, both of these guys coming off a draw, they're even numbers. It, it could go either way. The odds are even. They both sort of have the same clout and respectability in the fight world. Mm-hmm. They play a song for Triple G. He walks in the ring, gets in the ring, and he's there. Next thing you know, they play a big, they play this long promotional video for Canelo, and then a song, and he is hyped and promoted at the beginning of this match. It's his home. There's more people there. There's more Canelo fans there. It's like his home field advantage, and he's getting the respect and all this extracurricular stuff before the fight to promote him. And they didn't do that for Triple G, so you can tell right away, like, hmm, this is more of a show about Canelo. This is more to promote. Canelo than an equal. So use the so yeah, I get what you're saying. I felt I'm like right it, away. I'm like so it's from the last fight with the shitty old judging they had and and Triple G got robbed. Han, Triple G was robbed and everybody freaking knows it, right? And we all come running back to the gates, bang! Here, I want to get a ticket. <laughs> all right, so you're I'm sitting there thinking, man, can he get an honest you know decision? Will he get robbed again? And I'm sitting there watching this promotion for Canelo and how big they're blowing him up before the fight. And I'm like, yeah, he's not getting to this. He, well, he better knock him out if he's, he's going to have to knock him out. Yeah, right. He's yeah. going to have to knock him out. And and he, he let it. He allowed the fight to be too close. Yeah. He lost the decision. That was debatable. It really? really was. was it? It was, a, it was. I mean, I, I didn't walk out of there going, that's bull****. It's rigged. Not yeah. like the first fight. I walked out of there going, all right, I could kind of see, you know, a fight expert or or – or, or someone who's been a judge or been in, been a journalist or someone who's been in a fight game for a long time could make arguments for Canelo winning that fight. You could. He was walking forward the whole night. But that's Mexican style. That's what he does even when he's getting, getting the <laughs> beat out of him. He don't know anything but keep you know moving forward. Gotcha. And Triple G didn't land the shots at the start of the fight. So the, the even the rounds where really nothing was accomplished by either guy, you give it to Canelo because of the moving forward. Yeah, you know, Triple G won the out of the last few rounds because he beat the hell out of the guy or hit him harder and hit him more often. But you don't judge the fight as a whole. You judge it per round. Anyways, that's a lot of talk about that. <sighs> and it doesn't mean anything unless we know what the third G means. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Vegas. There was other things going on in Vegas. There were other things going I on. I mean, I tell you what, to be honest with you, pretty entertaining weekend yeah. at the track. Truck race was wild. Holy crap. Yeah, I forgot right. about that. Grant <laughs> getting his first win, the finger. Grant. Is that his second? I believe so. I thought it was his first. When did he win his first race? Well, you think Mike knows? No, no. I promise you Mike don't know. Well, yeah. either way. Anyway. I think it was his first race. If it wasn't, congratulations on your second win, right. Finger. <laughs> so The Finger. Yeah. That was a wild race. Good for him. And It was I, wild to see um, uh, Moffitt. Yeah. I mean, watching Moffitt come through there yeah. and and almost make himself a, a contender for the win there. And yeah, that was, yeah. That was the most At one point in the end of that race, everyone was contending for the win. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of bonkers. <laughs> the wild, wild race. And uh, that sort of lit the – Lit the candle for the rest of the weekend. The Xfinity race was just as exciting, in my opinion. Yeah. Long overdue for the watermelon farmers. Ross Chastain, there. I liked what he said, okay? So he gets out of the race. He goes, hey, if I got to go back to farming, I'm happy. This is a dream come true, and if this is the end of the dream, I'm thrilled. Go out on top. He I'm made fans, it. I guarantee you, saying that. Yeah, of course. He made just fans totally. about everything he's done over the last couple of weeks. He's Absolutely. Just been a fan. Made, made a fan he's of me a fan-making machine since right. freaking Darlington. Yeah. But that, for the common person... You know, that's watching it. Say if you're a, a rural, you know, mid-America farmer or something, you're watching that. If you know, you're a what? Rural. <laughs> <laughs> rural. 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 Are getting, you I'm, trying to say rural? Rural. <laughs> um, but, you know, for that, say a uh, common mid-American yeah. type may not identify with some <laughs> of the, let's just call it like it is, some of the hero card kids. Yeah. You know, and that's a, a kid that may be a working class guy. What is a hero card? I don't a know. Hero what card kid. That? Maybe you Coming know some of all these terms that just Oh, cut. come on, man. Somebody with you know, that's say maybe racing on a trust fund or or just you know, yeah. th- that can't ide- the common person can't identify with as much. Yeah. And here's a guy that goes out there and says, Man, I might, you know, be back on a watermelon field. Yeah. You know, that middle America well, person he ain't can the one identify picking with that. A damn watermelon. No. I'm just, he said he owns a damn company. Yeah. All right. He had a hero card. He had a hero <laughs> card at one time, and he had watermelons on his trucks. That all watermelon right? helmet. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not go blow let's this. Not, I'm not yeah, saying he's right. out there with a pickaxe right. and a pitchfork. He didn't. But he, he, he didn't hitchhike his way to Vegas. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> but it's cool, man. Well, I, you know, Ross seems like a nice guy, and he does. He seems like a good guy. He has rubbed some guys the wrong way on the racetrack, but that's cool. You like guys that race hard. You like guys that get in there and. Beat and bang a little bit, and even if they make a mistake, you, you know, you'd rather the guy be going for it. And, and you saw that with Justin got ticked at him there. Yeah. And and, and then congratulated him at the end because he knew what that win, win meant to him. Yeah. There were many times in that race where guys challenged Ross, and, and Ross wouldn't wouldn't lose the challenge. He'd lose the lead but get it right back. Um, it wasn't a race where he just walked away. He had to really you know, mm-hmm. work, and work hard for it and earn it. Had a couple different people coming up there trying to challenge him. And uh, that's a great day. That's a good day for the sport, you know. And it helps him move into the next round. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he's he's got what three race deal with Ganassi, right? Yeah. One left, one left, right? Yeah. That was number two. And so, like, I, I'm I am curious on what happens to him because I believe I'm going to have to get into some racing knowledge. I believe he was racing for JD Motorsports. Yes. Is that yeah. right? Yep. John okay, Dix. so for the last several years, and so I remember Harvick at Darlington saying, "This is probably why he'll never get another chance." I bet he's wrong. Mm-hmm. Now uh, the guy gone off for one of them a race, but like I. How does this go on now? Like, does he, is he in the playoffs? Do you think Ganassi gives him another ride, uh, another yeah, chance? It's a possibility. And he didn't even meet Ganassi. I thought that was a little interesting. The <laughs> owner and the driver had never actually met face-to-face. Yeah. I thought that was a kind of cool little nugget for that story. I don't know what ha- happens to Ross. I really don't. And I don't know how 
without some financial backing, whether he has a trust fund or a hero card, hero card <laughs> sponsorship. Um, I don't know how he gets a, a really good Xfinity Series ride for next year. What may happen is he could get a call from one of these owners in the Cup Series, go fast, is looking for a driver, and we know maybe some other, as, as these yeah, dominoes continue to right, fall, the right. 95 car is looking for a driver. Right. Regan Smith, in my opinion, oh, yeah. is Damn a guy they need to be thinking about putting in that yes, car for sir. next year. Look what he did this week. Amazing. Every week. I mean, there was a ton of attrition, but both weeks that he's been in that car, he's delivered, and he's taken care of the equipment, and he's gotten a great great result. Yes, he has. But So, for Ross, I think the opportunities lie in doing what he's been doing, or maybe hopefully getting an opportunity with one of the underfunded teams in the Cup Series. He's ha He has one now with Premier in the 15 car. Yep. But I think there's slightly better opportunities maybe on the horizon for him. But I just – otherwise, I don't see – You never know. Maybe that maybe D.C. Solar appreciated the donuts in the in the logo there yeah. and, and steps up for the kid. If, yeah, D.C. No. Solar wants to write a check, then he'd go racing. Well, I'm, I'm happy for Ross Chastain. I'm happy for Ganassi. Chastain. Uh, Chastain. Chastain. I, I, I messed it up. It's not Brandy Chastain. Well, you know what? It's, it's, you know it's not it's – not, uh, it's Chastain, not like pristine. Pristine. Because oh. we do have – we pristine. got one of those coming. We got Pristine joining us this got week. Got it. So yeah. it's not, not – yeah. all right, got it. But pristine I'm happy awesome. for him. Uh, the cup race, Dale? Yeah. Insane, right? Yeah. I, I mean, come on. Jeff Burton said it was going to be a wild card race. I'm like, I don't know if he's just trying to blow this up or, you know, make it something bigger than it is. But he was right. <laughs> I mean, it God, became holy this, crap. It became this crazy race where everybody was having trouble and yeah. more people were like, – more people were having trouble. More people were having trouble. More drivers in trouble. <laughs> There's a lot of reasons for it. You know, the track was really, really slick. It was incredibly hot. That means less tape on the grill, less downforce. A lot of variables came into play there that really made that race challenging. We started to see some of that happening in the Xfinity Series right off the bat with Michael Annette getting loose off of turn four, Tyler Reddick off of turn two, that kid in the three truck or three car, Lee, um, also getting loose. I mean, guys were just crashing on their own. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, you know, what's you know, is the track really that slick? Cup race comes around, and we had tire issues because of the heat. And if you have too much camera and so forth and things like that, and too much excess heat on that on that inside edge, it'll it can fail the tire. We've seen that for years. It was just, and the track was tightening up and getting more and more rubber down and getting tighter and tighter and abusing that right front more and more. It was it was just crazy. So many problems, guys. Just, Spinning out on their own, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, turn, yep. you know, getting up in the speedy dry. That speedy dry that they have, in my opinion, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. I'm not a huge fan of it. It's too fine. It's like a baby powder. It used to have speedy dry that was more like kitty litter, you know, kind of a, a gravel, and uh, that stuff would soak up the oil, and then you would you could easily get it usually get it off the racetrack. Did they try to blow it off? The stuff like, that they had. Uh, you yeah, were there. Yeah, but it's so fine. So it's like a chalk. Okay. That even when you do clear clean it off, blow it off as well as it will with that, you know, the the trucks and stuff that they have, the cars still go through there and it's still, you know, leaving a trail of You can see it. dust behind the oh, cars. Yeah. And it's a ton less grip when you go over that stuff. And so once that gets put down in the high groove of a racetrack that the guys are running on the fence, that it it disables that groove for quite a while. And uh it, it almost takes a ton of speed out of it. That was Larson's groove too, wasn't it? Yeah. They 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 were putting it up right up yeah, there. Yeah, so he, he had is. to especially on that last with all that stuff over in turn yep, three and four, he had to yep. completely avoid that part of the racetrack, which is unfortunate. And that speedy dry is the reason. It's too fine. It's too fine of a product and like powder. Maybe kind of go back toward the more coarse 
uh, gravel style. Well, I see tw- this was something that you guys said on the broadcast that 12 of the 16 playoff drivers had issues. Yeah. Um, you got one coming wow. down. The, oh, it, it was insane. Even at the Love's last few restarts. I mean, there was one restart that seemed almost seemed to single-handedly remove Hendrick <laughs> from, from yeah, the race. Yeah. I mean, and, like, and, and Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, and the 88 Bowen, were up there. Uh, right. They were all having great days. Yeah. I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. Then you had that, la- that last wreck, which started with, I think, McDowell and somebody, which I think we need a ruling from Denny if those are meaningless drivers or not. Cause I, or he was already out of the race at that <laughs> he point. Was like, yeah, it wasn't, so it didn't yeah. matter. He yeah, but the then somebody – who who was it that – somebody cranked on Denny for the meaningless driver. I saw it on Twitter, and I forget now who it Jeffrey? was. Was it Jeffrey? Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. He said I fi- he said meaningless drivers did pretty good today. Finished better than some others. <laughs> oh, your cousin Jeffrey. Yeah. I got oh, that's good. good for him. My cousin? Yeah. He's yeah. my nephew. Oh, your nephew. Yeah. He, he's your nephew. I've had that wrong all these years. Yes. <laughs> so, anyways. Goodness. Penske. Uncle Dale. Le- Le- Uncle Dale. <laughs> you got Logano, Kozlowski. I like Logano. I love Kozlowski. I love the sport even more, and I, the, the part of me in the sport was hoping that they kind of tangled a little bit more yeah. than what they did uh, there at the end. Just because to start our playoffs, if you'd had those fireworks, but uh, – Man, once he got that clean air, it was like, bye-bye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. Uh, at the end of the race, Brad had the best car. If he gets yeah. out front, he's gone. I was pulling for Larson, actually, to get it done, running at high side, working at high side. He didn't have the early run speed in his car, uh, and that's kind of what hurt him on those restarts is just getting going. Yeah. Those cautions yep. messed him up, and so yeah, the last, the final cautions he didn't need. Right, uh, he had the lead and was getting ready to check out, and then the caution come out and allowed Brad to cool his tires down, and and that hurt, that hurt the 42's performance on the restart. But uh, good for Brad. I mean, three in a row, but also <laughs> they weren't any, they weren't anywhere on the radar at the start of the season, first no. half of the season. The Stuart Haas Fords were the Fords to to be reckoned with. Brad's team, if you're watching the races, you can see that they don't have the best car. They have a great car, not the best car. And Brad and his team are working and persevering and finding ways to win races with that stuff. And so that's how you win championships. He's in championship form. They're going to advance in the next round. He's going to be somebody you're going to have to deal with. With his playoff points that he's gained over the last three weeks, he's somebody I think gets all the way to Homestead now. I think the Homestead four are already picked. Brad Keselowski, Martin Truex Jr., Kyle Busch, and Kevin Harvick. Those four are the four for Homestead. If you can knock one of those guys off, good for you. I don't think anybody does it. But who wants to even? Because, my gosh, those four in a final race, son. The only way. Give, give me some of that. The only way that somebody gets into that, knocks one of them guys off, is by you're going to have to win. win. Yes. In that final, in that third round. You're going to have to win. You're not going to point your way by those guys. But Kevin Harvick also used up one uh, uh, mulligan almost points-wise, you know, having the bad day that he yeah, He's he, still got plenty of points. He's still got, he's what, 30? 30-something ahead. He's still race ahead. He's fine. He's got more than one mulligan each round. One more. We got that Roval coming up. Yeah. There's not enough cars on the racetrack for Kevin Harvick to miss this next round. It just ain't. He can't lose enough points. I didn't like how he blamed Goodyear for all his problems. Oh, that was a salty interview. Yeah. He's had a few salty. I didn't like it. He had a few salty interviews (laughs) over the last couple weeks. I didn't like it. But Cheerios might have something in it. All right, guys. We've got Pristine Auctions back as a sponsor for this podcast. Starting to what feel does like, that mean? I mean, I'd be excited about that. It's starting to feel like family. It's starting to feel like, you know, I need to uh, put them on the Christmas card list. Oh, man, I like it. I like it. Merry Christmas. This is, what is this, three, Early. three weeks this in a row? Something like that. Yeah. Like the hat trick. They, they, like they, 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 they just earning their way into my heart one yeah. week at a time. <laughs> I've actually been checking out stuff now on it. Well, you know, 
auctions are a way are a fun way to shop, right? Heck yeah, dude. You know? Auctions are way funner. Yeah. It's kinda like going to a high school football game, yeah. actually. Why just buy it? You want to win. <laughs> I think yeah, it's the competition, the suspense. If you're going to win, you kind of you want the item even more than you originally did when you first saw it because you don't want to lose it. Mm. You don't want to lose the auction to somebody. Ratchet stuff to Who's this? It's been against me. Cheaters. I need this. You do not need this item. <laughs> right? We yeah. just got to make sure we, we're not bidding against you, each other. That's how you feel. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Who's this dummy that, trying that, to take my stuff? Which is what everybody says. Not really says, yours yet because you haven't paid for it. What everybody says when you're going up there cleaning out the everybody the whole the pristine auction items of all the uh, uh all the old retro stuff. Yeah. Well, it's my stuff. I'm trying to bid. Oh, win. oh. No, but I, you said yourself you haven't won it yet. So. Yeah. Well, it's mine when I see it. <laughs> all right, got it. <laughs> right. And, and, and I'm, I'm just saying I don't. I think that that's the way everyone feels. That right. starts oh, to yeah. bid on auction. That's yeah. mine. I want that. That is mine, and you're trying to take it. Yeah, that's the way the auction feels. Is that too much? It's tribal. It's uh, it's a step below <laughs> tribal auctioneering. There. <laughs> well, you you know the great thing about pristine is you don't have to research the nearest auction house. Worry about what's going on. You have to you don't have to go there. You don't have to research their legitimacy and all those good things. With pristine, you know you're going to get genuine items. They run different auction formats, including uh, multiple weekly auctions, a premier monthly auction, as well as a daily. And then they also have a 10-minute auction. I don't know what that's all about. We speed auctions. We, we got to find out. It's a speed really, auction. Th- th- that's about all I got time for. Yeah, I kind of like. I kind of want to try one of those. Yeah. Now. Let's do it after yeah. the show. You they guarantee the, yeah. They guarantee the authenticity of every item. So if you purchase it, you know it's the real deal. It's not a fool. It's no joke. It's not, bull, it's not some forged autograph Mm-mm. you're going to see on a lot of other sites that mm-hmm. I've seen. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of forgery out there. Yeah. Don't All right. That. The best part, it's so affordable. Dillner, you were just telling me that you got your eye on a Bobby Hull hockey card? Heck yeah, man. It's a $1. It's a Hall yeah. of Famer, dude. Wait a second. Right before the show, I was looking it's at it. Baseball card, like style. Yeah, it's a baseball yeah. card, but it's a hockey card. So, so is Bobby, Bobby Hull, Hull a hero card trust fund guy? Or is Ouch. He- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or is he a hockey card? He's a hockey card, oh, man. Oh, got it. There's okay. a 1975 Sports Illustrated with A.J. Floyd on the co- cover, signed by A.J., and it's only 20 bucks right now. Boy, that's that's really right that's something I'm kind of I, I definitely pay twenty. Okay, let's right let's communicate so we don't outbid each other. Yeah. <laughs> so check out Pristine Auctions now. You'll be hooked. It's free to register, free to bid, and you only pay for the items you win. That's Pristine Auction spelled P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E Auction. Dot com. And when you register, be sure to select Dale Junior Download Podcast from mm-hmm. the drop down menu in the How Did You Hear About Us section. This lets them know that me, Mike, and Matthew sent you there for the auctions. I don't know why that's important. Why is that important? If why do it, they need to know that we sent them? But yeah, It's a hugely important. So yeah. they so want to come back for a fourth all week. Right. Yeah, we want but them back they, for the, the 13th. They want to be back. They don't need that. They need that. No, nope. they do. They need to know that they're, that we affect. They don't need that. Yeah. They want to be back. Pristine right. auctions. <laughs> all right. Let's have an Exalta update. This is your Exalta Race Center update. I'm Matthew Dillner. NASCAR's triple header at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, simply put, was a jackpot. The first to hit it big was Grant Anfinger, who won Friday night's Truck Series race, locking himself into the next round of the playoffs, with one race to go in the opening round for the truckers. In Xfinity Series action, Ross Chastain ran the tables, winning both stages and collecting his first series win. 
Justin Allgaier finished second and was awarded the regular season championship trophy. No odds maker could have predicted Brad Keselowski's recent streak in the Cup Series. The Michigan driver opened up the Cup playoffs by punching his ticket into round two, scoring his third victory in a row. Next up is a big weekend at Richmond Raceway. Dale Earnhardt Jr. makes his return behind the wheel in the Xfinity Series. Twelve drivers, including three from Junior Motorsports, get their playoffs started on Friday. On Saturday night, race two in the opening round of the Cup Series playoffs under the lights at the newly renovated Virginia Oval. This has been your Exalta Race Center update. Exalta is the official paint partner of NASCAR, developing, manufacturing, and supplying coatings to all types of vehicles and industrial applications. For more on Exalta, please visit exaltacs.com. Ah, that was a great Exalta update. Now it's time for Ask Junior. Oh, just tap the brakes a little. You're a little too excited for Ask Junior. I mean, <laughs> damn. Elbows up for the love of God. Well, Dale Jr.'s excited right now. All right. All right, Ask Junior, uh, people chiming in on social media. We love social media so much and using the hashtag Ask Junior. Yep. Greg Owens, <laughs> do you think Kevin Harvick will get a Christmas card from Goodyear this year? Mm, better not. I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't think that Kevin Harvick will get a Christmas card from Goodyear. Tire issues. Can't just blame the tire. Yeah, can't put it all on the tire. Some guys didn't have them. There's a debate in the sport. I don't know if it's a debate, really, but there's a there's a conversation, an ongoing conversation, all right, for years and years and years, especially recently, as the speeds got so high, particularly around 2014, we had some really big corner speeds. Yeah. Goodyear had to make the tire harder. When Goodyear makes the tire harder, there's less wear, less fall off, particularly at tracks that are repaved or newer surfaces, all right? Drivers go back to Goodyear and say, we need a tire that wears, that has fall off. To produce better racing. To produce right. better racing, right? Well, you get a tire that wears and has fall off. Well, sometimes you're going to wear it out. Yes. Too much, and then boom. There ha- and, and, and there needs to be tires that wear out. I don't want to race a car where I can run qualifying laps every lap and not have to worry about tire wear. I want that to be something that I need to be concerned with as a driver. Because I then think that I can manage those better than anybody, yep. right? Drivers all think they can do everything better, right? I'm a better driver than you. I can manage the tires better than you. I can get down pit road better than you. Yep. I can run qualifying laps better than you. I know how to set up a car better than you. That's what every driver thinks. So if you give me the opportunity to have to manage my tires, I think in my mind that I can do that better than anyone. And I want that. I want a tire that falls off and wears out. And I want a tire that might be a tire guy doesn't manage very well and screw himself up, okay? I'm not saying that's what happened to Harvick. I don't know if he had too much camber. I don't know what happened to his tire. But I'm just saying it's a it's a balance. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. Know? Hey, I got a question here. Uh, this question is from Jeff. My kids were watching Handy Manny the other day, and uh, I could swear I heard your voice. Yeah. Were you on Handy Manny? Years ago. Really? Yeah. So Two, what was that about? 2007. They asked me to voice a character on there, and I voiced it over. What was your character? I don't know. It was uh, it, it was a, a a a racing character that it was a Hank racer. was racing, and I was you were, I was another racer, yeah. and it was a pal. I was nice. I we was, actually, oh, so you were nice to him. I was helpful. We actually did a. I was press not the bad conference. guy. We actually did a. I don't press think there conference. is a bad guy in Handy Manny. It, uh, who knows? <laughs> we we did. actually did a press conference in Daytona no. announcing that. And what's, what's the guy's name? name? <laughs> we're asking the same question to each other. <laughs> the guy in the '70s show. Oh, that '70s show? show. Yeah. He's the Handy Manny's voice. Uh, Wilbur, Wilbur, Wil- Wilmer, 
Wilbur, <laughs> Wilbur the horse. Wilbur. <laughs> I can't. I don't remember. His, I can't. Brian's gonna Google it. I remember. It. <laughs> uh, Wilmer, uh, it. It wasn't Ashton Kutcher. No. No. Okay. So it was the other guy. The other guy. The other yeah. guy in the seventies. Yeah. He's he's Manny. He's Handy Manny. Yeah. And he was at the press conference. He was. Uh, with Dale. It was a big deal in our. Yeah. He voiced you can Handy tell, Manny. You can tell how important it was. It I don't even know if Handy Manny's still around. I've never. I'd never even seen an episode. Well, of clearly it. it is. The guy was watching it. Uh, <laughs> I guess it is. It's on reruns. Yeah. Laughing. It was an Ask Junior question. All right, uh, Jarrett Zent. This is a question that I wanted to ask you, but I get away with doing it in Ask Junior. It's perfect. What's your feelings on the car emojis? I know you love cool paint schemes, and these look pretty dang hideous. <laughs> they were bad. I don't think any of the fans <laughs> on social media liked them at all. Um, so this is the situation there. The RTA is being given opportunity to uh, – the, they're given some opportunity to be able to utilize that space to understand yeah. what the value is in that space on the car. And the contingency decals and, and the contingency program is going away. NASCAR is going to let the teams have that spot and say, hey, here. So the RTA and the head of the RTA are trying to find what the value is in that space. So they can then try to sell it. And they're doing that with, with this emoji program. This is just a program uh, to test the value. And, you know, see if it's something the fans think is cool. Obviously, the fans unanimously hate it. <laughs> And I don't think that they even care. The fans don't care what the program's about. No. No. I mean, they shouldn't. I don't. I don't care about this. I don't, I don't care what you're trying to figure out. What I don't like is the, de- is the delivery or the, the creativity behind it. It looks like it, they spent maybe two minutes <laughs> on that, cre- that part of it. It's a so, big old white box. Yeah. It is the worst. The rollout was no good. All right? And so... It would have been no problem had they spent some time, some time to make the sticker work with the car. Nail on the head. Yeah. So when you see it visually, it's pleasing to the eye instead of like, oh, what the hell is that? You know. <laughs> so, like I said, basically yeah. when I saw it. Yeah. Listen, man, I'm all for trying to do what's good for the sport, and that's all that's trying to happen here. Yeah. The RTA is trying to try. The you know, intentions th- are good. The yeah. intentions are great. Yeah. yeah, that doesn't mean it's okay. <laughs> that doesn't make this okay. And so, yeah, follow through their swing is yeah. better oh, saying. Man, you know, so bad. Like I was saying, like looking at Jimmy Johnson's car, he's got that black car. It is, let's just say, badass paint yeah. scheme. It is awesome. And it's like well, I think about what if Jimmy Johnson wins his eighth title. And his car is forever like immortalized yeah. in the history of our sport, and big on the side of it, it's like this goofy emoticon of his face. Yeah. So <laughs> the face doesn't. I don't care what the emoji is. It's the big white border box, box yeah, behind box. it. Yeah. Here's the best. Here's the worst and the best case scenario. All right. The worst case scenario uh, would uh, one of, one of the worst case scenarios would be the pole winning car, Eric Jones, black and yellow paint scheme. They put all this, you know, time in designing this car. Yeah. This isn't something that happens in mere, mere minutes. They spend days and months approving the design of this this paint scheme, going through the companies, the sponsors, the teams. Maybe the driver gets involved, and then somebody comes and slaps a twelve by twelve inch white sticker on the car with his initials. It's not right? subtle. It ain't, and it looked awful. And you go over to Harvick's car. Now I know it's a white car, and that's why it looked good. You see his car, and they spent the same amount of time all year or early in the year designing this car, and his is emo- his emoji blended into the paint scheme because the white box didn't show up on the white car, so it looked okay. Yeah, it looked fine. It, if that would have been the case for every car, nobody would have hated on it. Yeah. They yeah. hated on the 
the visual. And so that was frustrating because it's, I know they're trying to do something good. It's like, ah. <laughs> I mean, who, who, somebody didn't look at that and go, guys, before we send this out, maybe we should spend a little more time making this look a little better. <laughs> On this car, it doesn't look too good. <laughs> That's all they had to do. The other thing I saw this weekend, not quite as bad as this. Nothing will be near as bad as that. They took all the, the top 16 guys, the, the playoff contenders, and had them pace the field before the race. Did y'all see that? I didn't see so, okay, that. No. We, we didn't, all right, we didn't show it on TV because it didn't look good. So that when the rate, when the cars pull off pit road, they okay. have the playoff contenders at the front of the field, single file. And they ride a lap, and then they all go back where they're supposed to go in the field. It was... It, that that what, that, what, what, that what, frustrates me as much as it does when they it? announce the chasers. It looked like a practice. It, it, it unorganized Circus. nothingness. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what's going on here? Why are the cars doing this? There's no reason for you it. You watch them year after year, week after week, pull off pit road, double file, lined up how they qualified, and now you're looking at it going, I can't figure out what's ha- what's happening here. It took me really too. It took too long for me to understand. Oh, it's the playoff guys out front, and and they're you know they're riding all over the track. They're not in like it's not a it's neat, not organized. organized parade style. And then yeah, they, they kind of just kind of pull to the side, pull to the top, and fade to the back or fade to their. I'm like, man, why do we do this? Why do we do this? What did this do? What did <laughs> this accomplish? Because it was it wasn't organized and nice and neat and cool enough for TV to go. That's badass. Let's put that on yeah. there. We didn't cover it. It's not like some four-wide salute or something really, yeah. like, cool-looking. Yes. It sounds good on paper, but doesn't deliver. Doesn't it, it can't execute it. You can execute it. That, the four-wide salute would... They introduced the chasers now, you know, the past, like, five years as a separate part of the starting lineup. And I don't me like as that. a race fan, I want to f- uh, build up that starting lineup to the front row. I know. And then the chasers, you know, say if you're uh, uh, starting second and you're a chaser, now you got... A yeah. small amount of time to get in the car. It's they crazy. Annou- well, yeah, they announced the whole field and then the chasers. Yeah, and so you know, I don't like. I don't. I never liked that either. Right. I, I felt like that that didn't make much sense. Well, it's not to the fans. I mean, well, we're just manufacturing, try, attempting to manufacture excitement when really the excitement just needs to be on the racetrack. And if you're not like being it has able to been. get enough, to, and yeah. it has been. They've been we're delivering. The, we that. are delivering the crap let, let, out of racing. Yeah, we don't need some of that. To, it sounds to yeah. me like we just need to let the race be the race. And and that starts that that's really from driver intros all the way through and, and uh and I just feel like there's somebody stuff. some there's too many people going, you know it'd be a good idea. Nations. Nations. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, nation. Yay. And how does that all get down the pipe so far? <laughs> and all the way out. I mean, it don't even get shut off. It don't get it, nobody like that. Remember the nations? Yeah. Oh, I remember. I, right. I mean, you're the only I, guy I, that I really had a nation. I, and, and, and here's another one for you. Daytona Day. Daytona Day. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> how does those things get all the? How do they become real? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I, you I, know, I've got other questions. So it's, it's interesting. I know this was what we were talking about, but it's interesting that <laughs> in, you're saying <laughs> NBC made a, a, the conscious decision not to, to do that because of the uh, – No, I don't know that they made a conscious decision. Oh, I got you. They just, just didn't. Didn't know to do it. Didn't look cool. You didn't know it. You didn't know it. Got it. I understood that red flag going to the IndyCar coverage at the start of it, but, man, good. it sort of deflated the excitement. It wasn't – op- I don't think it was exactly how we hoped it would be. 
I don't think NBC wanted it to be that way. I don't think they had a choice, really. Yeah, but they, they had to take care of the IndyCar deal. That's the season they, yeah. finale. Yeah, and they, they, they did what they had to do. It's all right. They, they cut back. I was getting a little antsy waiting on it. But hundred. Right, imagine this though. How long was that rain? Delay, or how long was that? Was it uh, 10 over ten minutes. Red flag. Ten or fifteen. Ten minutes. minutes all right. Ten minutes to fill. Imagine sitting in uh, at a hundred and sixty degrees. <sighs> or they've broken thermometers and. Hundred and sixty degrees inside yeah. the car for ten minutes, sitting there still, not being able to move, do anything, get out. Did they bring him waters? Because we were in the red know. flag. I couldn't I tell. Couldn't see. Yeah, right. Imagine <laughs> that. Yeah. yeah. Miserable. Yeah. A lot better in a booth. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous. Somebody's something's gonna happen one day to somebody. Got to you know one guy ain't gonna pull off. You're gonna go over there and you're gonna be a hey, wake up. This is one of those situations where it's just impossible for for guys like me or Matthew to, to really know the context of how hot you're talking right. about. It, yeah. You got football players on the you got football players in training camp having serious oh, yeah. health issues, if not deaths at Almost times. Almost every year, heat strokes. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm talking about. No, I know. I know what you're talking about. And I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah. I, I, but, like, the, the kind of hot you're talking about, me and, and the you fans, ex- we don't even know do it until you experience Where do you go to experience right. 160 degree temperature? It, right. Where do you go? It's, right. and, and, and it just seems hot. I just thought at, this, at the time, just hearing everybody talk about how hot it was, I said, well, the, the driver that comes out and wins this race is going to be really physically and mentally strong. Oh, yeah. And, and Brad is mentally yeah. strong. Personally, in those situations, they red flagged the cars in turn three on the banking. Personally, in those situations, they could bring the cars tight around the apron on the pit road and be able to allow one of the team members to get to the car to service the driver. The driver bring a fan with the situ. You know, if they they could even say, "Look, you know, this is going to be five ten minutes. Drivers, you can drop the net or you can take the helmet off. Whatever you need to do. Yeah, you could bring a fan to the car. There needs to be." Uh, it needs to be free rain yeah, on whatever it takes that. to keep the driver comfortable and keep them healthy, man, because that's dangerous for their organs. You know, you got Casey Kane out of the car because his organs are getting damaged because mm-hmm. of this heat exhaustion mm-hmm. he's experiencing. That's not, yeah. that's not good for your Damn body. Good point. good point. It's not good for your body. We're going to move on. We talked enough shit there. Yeah. Okay. Our ass junior we, we still have we still have some ass junior questions, but we went off on a great tangent, in my opinion. Yeah, we did. Uh, Amelda wants oh, to know. So he wants to, He's oh. like, we're not. You're we're not, not done yet. You're not. I have found these, and these are important. Yeah. Well. And you're. And you're going to answer. You're going to answer. You're going to. You're going to answer these <laughs> questions. Dang it. Uh, Amelda wants to know. This is so important. How'd you come up with the Dirty Mo name? And are you going to continue to expand and, oh. and and maybe add to your old West Town? Too? I'm glad you got this question. I mean, this is Why? this breaking <laughs> yeah, stuff. You are. <laughs> Dirty Mo, you you talked about how name. the questions were getting better, and you hold these. This is yes. Last week, where's like, that piece of paper you crumbled up? I'm gonna throw it back. Last at you. week, you said, you know, there's there's so many good questions. I actually saved them. Yeah, and these are you know. I kind of like that one, man. It's like a little off pudding, a little off color. Off <laughs> pudding. I like pudding. <laughs> the Dirty Mo, it's not okay. The Dirty Mo. It's not exciting. So the Dirty Mo is Mooresville, North Carolina. Yeah, that's what people call Mooresville. Not everybody. Probably not any of the political figures or <laughs> mayor running figures for in town or anybody that works over at the police office. They probably I am running it. for mayor at Dirty Mo. <laughs> they probably don't like. They probably don't appreciate it. But as kids in high school, we all gave it that nickname, and I think that you do that because you hear from some other town that they got a cool nickname that the kids all say, and it's just kind of something that got started around in uh, Mooresville Senior High, and uh, we call it Dirty Mo ever since. There you go. We have our nationwide children's hospital question of the week. And this one coming from my man, Beckett. Beckett. Beckett's got a pretty cool one for you, Dale. Check it out. 
Hi, my name is Beckett and I'm 11 years old. I would like to ask Dale Jr., when was the last time you had a banana mayo sandwich? Good question. A lot of food I questions. wonder if you actually feed these questions to these kids. Do you Why? Because is that a fat joke? No. <laughs> is that a fat joke? How would you no. take that? Come on, man. Is that a fat joke? Because I said feed. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks a lot, man. Are you? Do you make these questions up? No. These sound like your no, questions. No. These sound like your questions. If they were my questions, come on, man. You know me. There'd be You're hockey. There'd lie. be short track racing They're and food. Lie. I swear, I swear. Next week it'll be, if it, uh, the kid will ask, if you were being launched into space, what would you take <laughs> into space? <laughs> if you were on a deserted island with Mark Drake Jr. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Poor Beckett, man. This is really Beckett's question. No, we're not making on Beckett. All right. Beckett, Beckett. you. Beckett, you're good, man. Beckett. Good. We love you. I haven't had one in a long time. Oh, it's because you're on a diet. Because you're you eating hummus. No, I'm not on a diet. There's no part of that that That's goes. That's not true. It is true. I'm not on a diet. It, I would say to you, hey, I'm on a diet. But when I really think about it, I'm just counting calories. I ate brisket for Saturday's lunch. I ate off food trucks behind the grandstands, and it Dang. was awesome. Was it? Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> there were so many freaking food trucks at this racetrack. Las Vegas, they called these guys, their third-party vendors, like from c- other states. Hey, we heard you're a badass. And, I mean, they talk about a setup. Like, a big setup. Really? Not no damn, not no damn uh, Airstream. I got gotcha. you. You know, with a window. No. Um. I ate this, I ate barbecue Saturday and then I ate Asian uh, barbecue Sunday. So I'm not on a diet. Oh, I understood. Beckett, I would say that I don't eat the banana and mayo's in, mayo anymore, and here's why. I eat, I, I have changed my mayonnaise sandwich. Oh. To a different style. Changing it up. All right. So when I put that tweet out, like I did eat those when I was a kid. So when when uh, Hellman's is like, hey man, we want to make a it's a strange sandwich, so we want to do this program around strange sandwiches and would you do that and i'm like yeah so we make the sandwich and it blows up on the internet and oh boy you know some people are like yeah i ate those as a kid but the majority of the people hated it and thought we were crazy crazy people and needed to be locked up (laughs) i don't want to go around shouting it from the roof (laughs) that i that i ate that sandwich when i was a kid but i do work with hellman's i do like mayonnaise all right and so what I've done is, what I've been trying to do is push into this new direction. Another sandwich that I ate Ooh. when I was younger. That's right. And it's any any kind of any kind of deli meat. I prefer ham, but probably these days I'd use turkey. Uh, but ham, Doritos, and mayonnaise, and pickles. So you got the crunch yeah. in there? And I like that. Yeah. I, I, everybody, I mean, everybody likes to put the crunch on there. Heck yeah. To, you know, p- some people do Fritos. I or, was bologna and Fritos, man. Right. So... Yeah, I love the uh, I love I love the Doritos. I don't like to crunch them. I like to try not to break the Dorito before I put it. You know, I eat it. Talent. Yeah. So the mayonnaise. It's risky. So too. this is how it goes together. You put the mayonnaise down because Hellman's is gonna say, "Oh, this is Dale's favorite sandwich. This is how you make it." He puts mayonnaise on both sides. That's not true. They just want you to use more mayonnaise. <laughs> put mayonnaise on one side. Put the Doritos in there because if they do break into small pieces, they oh. stick to the mayonnaise. Yes. All right. And then you put the the meat, and then you put large pickle sliced. So not not your ways. not your chips. No, not pickle chips. Not chips. Long sliced pickles. All right. And uh, dill. 
Do you thin them out though? Because I've always had a problem with long the long pickle deal. If you don't thin them out, yeah. man, it's like a big old chunk of pickle. Yeah, I don't mind it. The one thing I have to do is dry the pickle. So I take the pickle and put it on a napkin and dry it, pat it dry on both sides so the pickle doesn't soak into the bread. Yeah. Jeez, y'all put a lot of thought into your sandwich making. Dude, well, hell yeah, I, we do. Let me tell you sandwich. right now. If you're going to count calories, you're going to enjoy what the hell you eat. You're going to make sure it's good. <laughs> you're not going to pound so much food that it doesn't matter. That no, no, I could, uh, no, no, I I guess I'm refer- referencing the uh, the physics and the uh, thought into like uh, the order in which the condiment goes on there in case the chip breaks then yeah. it is saturated into the it's condiment it's called intelligence yeah. i mean that is uh that's it's intelligence that's pretty that's, that's forward thinking i wonder right where there. that comes from it might become it might come from racing like how meticulous we are about our cars setups building the car the craftsmanship in the car you know <laughs> i'm just assuming the, that when, we, when, when you build a yeah when you build a sandwich <laughs> it's like building a model <laughs> That's exactly uh, what it's I'm like. Building a race car. <laughs> 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 All uh, right. Good question. Good question. All right. Uh, this question is going to vault us into our next subject. Yeah. And it's from, uh, it's, there's two questions here. Michelle T wants to know who's spotting for you at Richmond because you're making your return this week. And Sean Craig wants to know who's going to be your crew chief at Richmond. So let's just go right into the Richmond race, man. All right. Bummy or Bum Gardner. Is going to be the crew chief. He's worked yep. as my crew chief before, but yeah. he's kind of like he's a jack of all trades, yeah. sort of a utility player. Does everything. Yeah, but it is a has a leadership Empl- role on the floor. Yeah. How many times has he won employee of the year? A good bit. Yeah. and you sent him to like Italy last yeah. year for winning employee yeah. of the year. I won this. <laughs> I won this trip at a charity event, and me and Amy couldn't use it, so I gave it to him. He won employee of the year. I'm like, well, you should go on this trip since you're such a badass employee. Yeah. Anyways, he's gonna get to be the crew chief, and he's fun, easygoing, not a high, not a high intensity kind of guy. Real low. That's cool. Been around gonna forever. Gonna be great. Yep, a lot of res- very respected. And TJ's gonna spot for me. So I oh, emailed, yeah, I emailed Roger Pinsky myself directly to Roger, and he goes, "Oh yeah, no problem." Because TJ said, uh, "You know, you're probably gonna have to go all the way to the top for this one for me to be able to come spot for you because they don't want him going to another team and spotting." So I asked him, uh, Roger, and he's like, "It's all good." Wouldn't it be funny if Roger Penske had like a, a net zero? This is before Roger got so busy right. winning, like, winning all these races. You know, Roger Penske at uh, 03 RP at AOL.com. <laughs> right. I did not ask. <laughs> I did not email Roger right after he won 500 races yeah. or the Brickyard 400. This happened before that. Right. Okay. So. Right. RP at AOL.com. Hey, Roger, AOL. I know you're busy. <laughs> I know you're busy, man. You know, but it's all about me here. Can TJ spot? Right. The Richmond race. Yeah, for, hold the celebration. Can TJ spot this little race? Will you pay him, but let me use him as a spotter, yeah. Roger? Yeah, that would. Do that? That, I mean, that would be the setup. You know, right? Listen, TJ ain't gonna do anything before he's uh, established how he's getting paid for it first. <laughs> but hey, it's a big weekend, man. You know, it's Richmond. You're getting back behind the wheel, and you test it at Hickory, and yep. you know, uh, is it is it trepidation? Is it is it excitement, or is it All right. a juggle? I don't know about that trepidation because I ain't sure about the meaning of that word. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun day. Trying to keep it from being a long day because we got some responsibilities, and I'm going to try to keep those at a minimum uh, so we can just you know drive car, have fun, and uh, then we got to broadcast the race the next day. So yeah. going to try to be doing a little homework as I'm broadcasting and racing, and so when I get in there for the race on Saturday night for the Cup guys, I know what's going on, what those guys have been doing all weekend, who's fast, who's not, big deal. So, plus Richmond, it's a short track. It's a lot of, you know, I love short track racing. We don't do a ton of that. And 
Should be a great weekend. You know, Car's ready. I've been I've been in and out of the car, getting the headrest and everything right. Right, good to go. That'll be good. Dillner's going. We're sending Dillner with the camera. Oh, great. He's going to be okay, documenting he'll be everything. He'll be capturing stuff. Yeah, we're going to capture stuff and kind of put together a little. Uh, it's little, all going little, on Dirty Mo Media. Little, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Be good stuff. Instagram, Dirty Mo Media. YouTube, YouTube. Dirty Mo Media. YouTube. YouTube. Twitter, YouTube, Dirty Mo Media. Yep. Good stuff. I guess it's time for the white flag. What? Hey, you know, actually, you know what? Hold on a second. <clears throat> I'm throwing a curveball here. Uh, wait, wait, Beckett's throwing a curveball. You don't have yeah, to. Yeah, Be- I mean, Beckett is a baseball is a, name, man. It's a badass yeah, baseball go, name. Go ahead. Beckett's not a baseball name, but it was the name of the baseball magazine. For the, for cards. the cards. Yes. I used it to was. love that magazine. That's where you're coming. That's where, that's where it's coming from. Yeah. 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 I used to buy those Beckett's. Oh, yeah. I subscribed to that damn thing. Yeah. Circle track, stock car, and Beckett. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, we haven't done a Did You See That in a while. See, we, we were all in a hurricane here, and of course, you know, thoughtful for all the people on the coast affected. But it brought out a light moment of the week, man. Did you see that guy, man, struggling? Oh, with the flag? No, the guy. Oh, that was cool too. But the guy struggling to do his report. The oh, wind's the weather blowing him guy. over. Yeah, the, the two guys man. walk right by. Who was it? Did you call that out on Twitter? I I retweeted someone else's tweet about it, and uh, hey. I mean, listen. It's it, frustrating. It, it, it got <laughs> yeah. That that got viral attention and just, for good reason. There's I, no like, excuse. No, there's not. It, it actually made me mad. Yeah, me too. Um, and and that wasn't the only one that I saw over the weekend. There was another there picture other, of there the was guy another, in the ditch. Uh, in yeah, in the water. You know that was not recent. No, that was that, that was, was years uh, ago. from oh, years really? ago. That was Anderson Cooper. That was, was Anderson years Cooper ago. years ago. Well, but what? It did, and it, there was another one from even further back of a lady in a canoe. Yeah, I remember that one. And right. People, people <laughs> literally, she's in a canoe trying to paddle, and people literally walk by right. ankle-deep water. <laughs> yes, right. I so saw that, too. It's the, like, come on. We don't need that to go That was ratchet. as well, that was 15 years ago, the canoe. The coverage is fun because, I mean, yeah, I was even watching local coverage where it was like some lady was like at a curb the, talk, talking about a puddle. The same people that came up with those ideas were the ones that decided to put the, the 16 playoff drivers out in front of the pace car. They're coming up with ideas because they think, that I need to ratchet up the, yeah. the, the excitement on this. And it's like, hey, guys, there's a hurricane. You don't need to. You actually don't need to. You don't need to act like you're falling over because yeah. we know that in hurricanes, it's the wind blows. Hard. I Yeah, I mean, it. it I, it was very frustrating. My tweet was very short and abbreviated because you, it's a sensitive situation. There's people in trouble and there's people yeah. dealing with some serious real issues. But at the same time, it's like you can't you can't do that to the public. You cannot mislead the public and have any credibility going forward. You know, and it's this is a tough this is a tough time where we need to be able to trust and believe mm-hmm. what we're hearing mm-hmm. and getting mm-hmm. and all the. All the news, political, whatever, sports, everything. Dale Jr. download? Yeah. You want to know that when you're listening to something or somebody's telling you something, that it's factual and, uh, you know, so that, that that was tough to see. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. And I was angry. And I think a lot of people were angry. I was too. I, if, off of the reasons you just mentioned, I won't even have to go repeat yeah. them. I mean, I, because this is not the time to go basically validate everybody's points that that you can't believe anything that you can't believe it right i want to believe right in the media's i want to believe and i'm giving benefits of the doubt don't don't make me feel like an idiot yes 
by doing it. And that, you know, yeah. I mean, thank God, though, you mentioned the guy with the American flag. Thank God for him because I was all – That's a hero. I was all ticked <laughs> off. And then I see that video of some guy in Myrtle Beach, man, flying the American flag with, like, no shirt on. And I'm like, yeah. yes, Speed he up. won the internet. Yeah, that yeah. was good. All right. All white, right. White flag. <laughs> Keep coming, bud. White flag, bud. White flag right there. White flag. White flag. I, I've actually got just two, Overtime. Two, 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 oh. two things. Uh, <laughs> Green white checker. Do you know who I have an appointment with tomorrow? Who? Oh, don't tell me. Just say it. I don't. Look at those choppers. Oh, Look bull- at those. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm finally. What? Yeah. Tell I, me about that. Here's the thing. <laughs> Guess when I scheduled it? Huh? Guess when, when? I scheduled this when? appointment? I don't know. A month and a half ago. I don't. Wait, you have that. his number now. You don't have to. No, wait that I long. called. Yeah, I. Yeah, I. This is when they got me in. A month and a half later. Oh, you're not on that VIP deal yet. All right. So. No, no, no. I'm not. Why did you tell me though that you did I'm, this? Why are you waiting a whole month to say? I saved hey, it for the podcast. So let, let's let's hey for the people that That's are big podcast fans. Mike. The podcast fans understand this. It, Mike Davis has the most perfect set of chompers. Actually, the other week I actually asked him, "Are they real?" Um, <laughs> seriously, and I was offended. And and Dale's got his dentist on and Latar on speed dial, and Mike always picks on him about it. And Dale offered up his <laughs> dentist number yeah. to put him oh, on yeah. the deal, and Mike wouldn't has not it. taken. He wouldn't do it. Now so you're going, man. That's I the can't. background. Man, this is gonna be awesome. Yeah. So I will. Let, I will let you know how it goes tomorrow yeah. with. Uh, What's his name? I can't remember Dennis's name. Jeez, you don't even know his name? No, I don't. I've never been. I, I'm still. It's, uh, it's yeah, Brad. Hay- I got the koozie still on my desk. <laughs> how, do you get, how do you improve on those perfect chompers? Those things other, are amazing. Brad that, can make it happen. That's a question. <laughs> Dale and Dennis. And Dale, have I te- you seen those things? What are you doing now? I texted you this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah but yeah. we got. I texted him. He this was excited awesome. about this. This was a gift, a retirement gift from our friends at Pepsi give me, give Sports give me, Marketing. Listen awesome. to this gift. <laughs> this is. Washington Redskins no. season tickets. He is now a season From ticket holder. From my friends at Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. We know how big of a Redskins fan you are now that you have Sundays free. Well, kind of. We figure you <laughs> might have to time you have the time to take in a game or two or eight. We have been waiting and waiting and waiting for the best seats in the house to become available for you, and they finally did. On behalf of the entire PepsiCo family, we want to congratulate you on a special career. Wish you the best of luck in your retirement from racing and into your next chapter. And most importantly, thank you for being an amazing partner and ambassador to our brands and the PepsiCo family. Enjoy your Redskins season tickets. There you go. That's dude. cool, man. Dude, this so, is so awesome. I've never I've been a Redskins fan all my life. I've never had season tickets. I've been lucky enough that uh, the owner, Daniel Snyder, has invited me to several games and allowed me to sit in the box with him. And it is a great way to see a game. But that ca- look at that don't case. get this. Yeah, look buddy. at that. That's cool. What right. is that, like a pen or something? It got a lapel pen, a power supply, just to, you know, in case. Because, again, this isn't Dan Snyder's box, so you don't keep, probably just can't plug in your phone or anything. But this is out there. These are good seats. So, uh, listen, Adam Harder, Chauncey Hamlet, Justin Toman, and Justin Faber. Are there they are. Look at that. Yep, there they are. Thank Woo! you so much. This is a big one. This is really nice. And, by Ooh. the way. Blue. Whoa. What we got? Lot A. Platinum. Platinum parking. You got parking with it, too, huh? Do they got some good home games? There's a schedule right there. What are the home games they got this year? Anything good? Indianapolis, uh, Indianapolis was this weekend. Got Eagles, that'll be a good one. The Giants. You know I'm just looking right here. Texans, Falcons, Cowboys. And there's Not Panthers. Cowboys. They play the Panthers. Oh, when do they play Packers? Panthers? <laughs> Packers on September. 20, yeah. This weekend, man. Hey, don't let me see. Don't let me see any of that on a pristine auction.com. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, good stuff. I am so Thank thankful you. to Pepsi. Appreciate that. And that's a good way to end the show, right? Yeah. I mean, you end up I mean, on season tickets. Yeah. All show. right. Good show, guys. <laughs> we always say, hey, I always say, I always tease these guys, make sure we have I'm energy right. at the close of the show. I think we found a way to get them to have energy. energy. Hey, listen, give them damn hey, skin stickers. Hey, I, I think I can go, I can speak for Dale. If you ever want to give Dale gifts, we'll put it on the podcast, right? I mean, like, like this is the where we will start. Or Davis and Dillner. No, yeah, we'll, we'll do it. We'll we take will, some. We will always dedicate a portion of the podcast to receive gifts. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm sure we missed something good, but yeah, if, whatever. If, yeah. Who cares? We got tickets. All right. Thanks, enjoy. everybody. We'll see you. <laughs> Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Check out Dirty Mo Media on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mo.